Hello, everyone, and welcome to Happiness Through Hardship, the podcast. I'm Karen Sullivan, the founder of Pretty Wellness, a two-time breast cancer survivor, thriving with stage four disease, and author of the book that shares the same name as this podcast, Happiness Through Hardship. I'm also a girl who wishes on pennies. I try to see the good in everything, even when life is not so great. But sometimes it takes a little more. And this podcast will provide you with what worked well for me, success stories of people that have been through hard times, and simple suggestions that brought hope, resources, and connections. I hope you've been able to catch our recent episodes, including last week's with Tina Conrad, who shares her story about reclaiming her work life. Now, if you like that episode or this one, please do me a favor, rate, review, and subscribe. Your efforts truly will help this podcast get noticed and help us inspire more people. And now for this episode, I'm excited to introduce you to Amber J. Lawson, a powerhouse entrepreneur with a beyond impressive digital and media resume from Hollywood and all around the world. She's played the corporate game, hustled through most of her career, and has always been seen as a superstar, though she realized that she really wasn't fulfilled at her core. So she changed her trajectory, and now she's helping other women manifest theirs. Amber J is here to show us how she changed directions, created a safe space for herself, and is now doing the same to help others reveal their wildest dreams. She is brilliant, hilarious, and full of light. So please grab your favorite drink, get cozy, and let's get started. Hello, everyone. I am thrilled to bring you a bright light, a powerhouse entrepreneur and digital media maven, Amber J. Lawson. She's been at the cutting edge of the digital landscape and has received way more awards than I can include in this entire podcast. But just to name a few, the top 100 influential people in influencer marketing, entrepreneur of the year, and top women in digital. She's the co-founder and CEO of the Emmy-nominated Comedy Gives Back, the founder of a conscious company, The Goddess Process, and CEO of Good Amplified, a social media consultancy that serves nonprofits. Like so many of us, Amber J worked so hard to make it and was afraid to give up, running in that continual cycle of trying to please everyone. She was tired of living the life, yet still feeling like she really wasn't living at all. Amber J is here to share her story and tell us about how she created that spark to live a better life. Amber J, I am so excited that you are here. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you. I'm thrilled to be here. And I have to tell you, listening to all of those accolades is almost uh, making me cringe. And not in that I um, don't own them. I do. But boy, how much value of my self-worth and my value as a human being were placed on those accolades and getting those awards. And the journey is taken um, to a get up and I'm grateful for it. I'm grateful for my journey. But wow, releasing that on the other side and knowing that I am worthy just by being me. Well, I, I can't wait. I can't wait to dive in here because 
I, I'm being honest, like I, I was spent 20 years in corporate and to win, I will tell you, it meant so much to me. I was so nervous about being, having a baby and maintaining the superstar status that I saw myself at, at my job. Mm-hmm. And so when I actually was awarded the day Kyle was born, they released who was winning the leadership awards for our department that year. And lo and behold, I was the winner and I was on cloud nine. Not only, you know, did the best thing that ever happened to me happen that day with the birth of my son, but the other thing was that, wow, I thought here is this award. It's sending me a sign that I can do it all. And that's something I think that we all go run around in circles trying to figure out what is that work-life balance? How can we do it? What award can we bring? What ladder can we climb? And, you know, the journey of an entrepreneur has gone in a great way and slightly different. Um, But yet I think that titles and promotions and awards still are really important to a lot of people, you know, and and to me to a degree as well. And so I'm Really excited for you to share your story, your truth, and what life looks like today, how you can help people, um, you know, live this life with a spark in it. Yes, get our spark back and live our life on fire. That is that is my intention. Uh, my goal is for women specifically, because I'm happy to be in, a woman this life with this go around. And that's my experience and and can share the tools to live a life on fire, to find joy and your true authentic joy, truth, passion. That's really what's lighting me up right now in life. And that's the, that's the other thing that I think they don't they don't give you the handbook when you come out yeah. into the world, <laughs> into totally. life. It's like you may have things that light you up when you are seven that do not light you up when you are 27 or 47 or 67. And we evolve over time. And, and that's part of our, part of our journey. Um, I know for me, you know, I'm a, I'm a, a Midwestern kid from right down Missouri who I knew I had to get the heck out of there as, as soon as possible. Of course, my dog wants to be a part of this as soon as we start talking. <laughs> I gave him a treat. I love it. I love it. My dog is oh here as well, and he's uh, sleeping on the couch, luckily for us. But let him Yeah, well, sing. I gave him a dog treat. <laughs> I gave him a dog treat thinking that would, you know, intoxicate him for a moment. All right. Um, so, so, Missouri, you were saying. Yeah. So, I, you know, I knew, I knew that I was destined and determined to be out in the world and to find my, my path. And I I was always in performing and performance and I've always been a hustler. It's interesting. I I did this uh, life regression hypnosis. (laughs) And what I noticed is a through line in my life is I've always been a hustler and um, concerned that, well, I tied my worth to my doing. And that's a big through line. And so I see that I hustled into being the head of many startups 
uh, Mania TV, and it was an online um, digital content live portal in the early days. And ultimately, I ran an international company called Babblegum. We did huge, huge deals. And they were based in Italy, which meant I had to start my workday at 5 a.m. And I loved it. I loved it. I Well, I mean, I got to travel to Italy and loved it. And I had lots of money to to buy lots of content. And it was so fun. And then uh, I moved over to AOL and I ran all of the content at AOL. And I had this huge budget. I had two production studios. It was amazing. And like I shared with you, I got publicly fired from that job. And it was devastating because I didn't do anything wrong. And it was the first time in my life where it didn't make sense to me. Like, I did the work. I didn't screw anything up. Why don't I have my job still? And that was step one on this path of, hey, you know, who am I? What am I here to do? What's my purpose? And figuring out my path, not being on the hamster wheel, on the shoulds of life. I went through many shoulds, by the way. I was engaged three times. I thought I should get married. I thought I should uh, start a family. And Something in me stopped me at every step of the way that had me not choose to go through with it. And I'm grateful because that was not, for me, that was not my path. And it wasn't until five years ago or so I had started my uh, social media company, Good Amplified, which once I got fired from AOL, I said, can I use these tools that I have learned in order to run a homepage of one of the biggest sites at that time for good? Can I make an impact on the planet through social media? And that was my mission for quite a while. And I went around the world sharing that mission and supporting big organizations like XPRIZE and Make-A-Wish and Boys and Girls Club to get their message out in the world and allow people to support them. And that was amazing and on fire and loving life. And then about five years ago, I took a course in transformational leadership that really opened my heart. And one of the things I never learned, because I'm from a nice Italian family from Raytown, Missouri, was vulnerability and intimacy and connection. And so I went on this journey of opening my heart and I noticed so many of the women who I had climbed the corporate ladder with, who I had broken the goal, the, the glass ceiling with were in similar pain and, and similar points in their life where they had done all the things. They did all the right things. It's yeah. like my job. They had done all the right things. How come I don't feel happy? How come I don't feel excited or passionate or care about what's going on in my life or around me or the things that used to light me up don't light me up anymore. And that's where I am today is supporting other women in living a life on fire of their true purpose and passion. 
Wow. So it sounds like what ignited the fire, we'll say, was the maybe the reflection <laughs> and the questions that you were getting after being fired, but it really was several years later when you took this course that you started to ask yourself really deep questions and realize that maybe if you looked at life differently, if you handled like differently, you might actually be really authentically happy. Yeah. If I stopped doing and racing and hustling, right, which has been my kind of go-to and like who can relate like hustling, like whether it's going to get the kids or going to that networking event or staying at work longer or going to the golf course with the, with the guys or whatever it was, hustling, 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 that stopping long enough to reflect inward and go, is that really what I want? Does that really light me up? Or am I, like we like to say, shooting all over ourselves? Like, what should we be doing versus what I truly want and desire? I mean, that makes so much sense because when we're continually running, 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 busy, 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 we don't, um, I I should speak for myself, many times I don't take that time to reflect, to think, to just be, which is for me why really listening in yoga helped change mm. some of my ways because I used to go to yoga. They tell you to breathe. They tell you to be present. But I was thinking about how high I could kick my leg to, you know, um, compete against the person in front of me that had a really awesome looking, you know, whatever it might be. Um, mm-hmm. And it, when I started finding time to just be, creativity started, you know, coming out. And creativity well, means a lot of different things, right? For for me, it might mean something that I would write because I write uh, to other people. It might mean figuring out a process for work or a structure that works better for their family. So, mm-hmm. uh, so tell me, you have these not this this reawakening, let's say, and you know that other women where you came from could be inspired by all this. What do you do? Yeah. So, well, first of all, I know that if you have been a a doer, like raise your hand, (laughs) you're the doer in the audience, right? Can relate to that, the doing, 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 that stopping and being with my inner thoughts, my inner wants, needs, and desires can be scary. It, it's uh, foreign. It's um, kind of likening to your yoga as opposed to competing when I am reflecting inward. I'm working a new muscle, and it is going to the gymnasium of your truth, of reigniting your passion or that spark. And it can be scary. And so just like you work out with a trainer at the gym, there are so many modalities, tools, and coaches or programs that can support that cracking open, that journey to self, to reclaiming self. 
And some of the tools, you know, I created a program called Goddess Process. Um, we're stepping into a woman on fire mastermind, which is a three month intensive vetted process, like a, a tactical process for women who are going through transition, shifting an area of their life. Um, and we also have an ongoing tribe, which is a weekly gathering of women where we use different exercises and visualizations and tips, tools, and tricks and community and coaching. But there are a, a, a ton of modalities, right? You could do one-on-one coaching. You could go to a transformational program like Landmark or uh, Mastery in Transformational Training. You can do yoga or meditate. You know, I just found out I'm here in Venice Beach in Los Angeles. And during the pandemic, Headspace gave out a free year membership to Headspace to tap into uh, learning how to meditate. And so using the tools that are around us, especially in pandemic, so many teachers gave their gifts freely or inexpensively or on a sliding scale. And the invitation is just start trying things. Start start trying new modalities, new tools, and see what resonates for you, what lands for you, and creates relief, creates space, holds you in the space. My friend has a, a company called Held, and we used to get together, and it was literally the power of hugging. And how in society, you know, we've done the bro double tap or the side hugs, but we don't, we don't anymore or kind of gotten out of the habit of heart to heart hugging and really being with other humans and how nourishing, how nourishing it is. So, yeah. And in this pandemic, uh, uh, I, 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 we, we had talked about earlier you know, the opportunity for a pause and how we had a collective pause on this planet. And I am not taking away from the absolute pain and uh, struggles and depression and what people went through in the pandemic. But I do this exercise, I walk people through it, where right on one side of a piece of paper, all the negative things that happen, like I have to wear a mask and I I had to line up at my grocery store and they ran out of things and I couldn't see my loved ones, I couldn't travel, couldn't see the planet, I couldn't X, Y, and Z, whatever that is. And then on the opposite side of the paper, write all the positive things that came out of it. I, I... learn to cook. <laughs> For me, I learned to cook. I lost 25 pounds in pandemic. <sighs> I chose who I spent my time with and consciously chose being with people, whether that was on Zoom or socially distanced in person on the beach or whatever that was. And so when I flipped the paper over, what are the values I am taking into life moving forward. What are the, what are the, I'm going to spend more time consciously choosing 
who I spend my time with, not just randomly go to networking events or go to whatever kind of thing I'm invited to, but really choosing where I spend my time, choosing the food I put in my body, choosing the things that give me relief when I am anxious or depressed or unclear. You bring up so many wonderful, nourishing, I'm trying to think of the right adjective here, uh, amazing points about, now everybody, I mean, has a different point of view on what this year has brought for them and for their family and for people they don't know. Uh, There has been a lot of talk of this, not necessarily a reset, but a pause. And Mm -hmm. some people didn't get the pause, but that doesn't mean that they can't have one later in life. And I think it goes back to the point you brought up earlier about giving yourself space and giving yourself space. And then, as you said, trying different modalities, because, you know, I don't know if some of the things that you mentioned would work for me, but if I don't try them with an open mind, then I won't know (laughs) if they will work. (laughs) And right. And, and that is, I think there may be people that are listening here and that's okay. They may not be ready. I I will tell you when I got my stage four diagnosis, uh, my advisor in grad school told me, I really think you need to do guided meditation. This could really help. This could help your sleep. This could help your stress, you know, insert how it could help me there. And I was against it. I don't know why I was against it. I just was, I'd never done it before. And even in yoga, as I said, yoga to me was an exercise. It wasn't really a place for me to find calm at that time. And it took me pushing to the limit where I just couldn't sleep that I figured like, oh, I'm going to try this guided imagery. I'm just, I'm just going to try it. And then you know what happened? I fell asleep. And then you know what happened? I did it a few more times. And then you know what happened in January, four months after I got that initial stage four diagnosis, when I went into the scans that were going to tell me like what my future held, right? I went into the PET scan machine and I imagined myself sitting on Walnut Beach with my feet in the sand and the sun beating down on my legs and my back. And I was like, oh my gosh, I'm doing the guided imagery to myself. I had created like the space to actually accept this tool. And then I started to use it. And oh, by the way, it worked for me. So I like, I say that because I really wasn't for it. And even in my, my experience with yoga, it really was about the exercise. And so I encourage all you listeners out there that are naysayers, you know, try a few things like Headspace. You mentioned, I love the Headspace app and you, if they're back to subscription model, you still can get the first 10 trials for free or those first 10, I don't know if they call them like mini episodes. And that's pretty amazing, but you have to do things in, in my opinion, consistently to see the change. So can you talk to us a little bit about when you started to see these changes in yourself? You went to, on this transformational journey, what did you start doing and how did you help it become consistent in your life? Because, hey, so many of us feel like we don't have time. And you know what? It's it's true. A lot of us don't have time. But how could you speak to that to share with some of the listeners, maybe either what you did or how you recommend them put a foot in front of the other and try things. Yeah, I want to, I want to share about right timing real quick. And then, um, my, because <laughs> I, I do have a, uh, a thought around, uh, or a tip tool or trick around, yeah. Yeah. um, time. 
So the first is, um, so I did landmark training like 20 plus years ago and it, it, it changed my life in that moment. It created possibility. I became a producer, uh, my out of it. I had a short film premiere can at the film festival. Oh, wait, like, hold on. Pause for a sec. What is landmark <laughs> training? Because I, oh. I, I'll look it up and I will put it in the show notes for all the people, uh, Oh, sure. But I want you to explain it's that. The land, yeah, it's the Landmark Forum is a five-day training that they still do today. In It's a training in living the life you love and loving the life you live. And it, it gives concepts of everybody's walking around in fear, anything's possible when I speak my word, that is my truth. And, and all I have is my word and how the universe, you know, how that vibrationally sets off into the world. And that was, that was things, concepts I had never, ever heard before. Like I said, I'm from right down Missouri. We don't, we, I didn't get that education, um, in my upbringing. And so it just opened up a new possibilities and I was able to create a new reality for myself as I embarked on my journey into Los Angeles. And at that time, so many people were like, oh, you got to go to Agape, Agape this, Agape that. So Agape Spiritual Center, uh, Michael Bernard Beckwith is mm-hmm. the reverend there. And and I was just like, no, whoa, that is way too hippy dippy for me. I don't even know what you're talking about. And so maybe 10 years went by and then I broke up my second fiance. I broke up. I went, I was like, I got to get out of the house. I'm going to go to Agape. This is the day I showed up and they used to, now it's all obviously online because of um, the pandemic, but they used to have when someone, I went by myself, I, there I was sitting kind of in the back section and if you're new, they invite you to stand up and to just be kind of held in the love of the room and to be welcomed into the community. And I stood up and I'm already welling up. I can feel it. Like I, they like just send blessings and energy your way. And they, they kind of say, welcome your home. You, you know, we welcome you. And tears just ran down my face and I felt home. And that was just my timing, you know, like 10 years ago, that may have not have been my experience, but that was the day that I needed that. And I showed up and then I became a big, um, uh, person in the community, like really active in the agape community for quite a while. And I had found home and that was a new level of my spirituality, of my pathway opening up and a new tool. Because it was, it is a tool, right? This community was a tool. It held me. I learned new ideas and uh, concepts and chants and meditation. And that supported me at that time. And then, like I said, five years ago, I stepped into mastery of transformational training, which is kind of like the forum, but really exper- experiential. So it's getting it in your body. You know, we hold so much pain and experiences and um, tension in our bodies that this 
this releases, whether it's generational or uh, maybe you've had some trauma experiences, whether conscious or unconscious, really shook it loose. And and these are five day. I don't even think they're five days anymore. They're still doing them online. Really, that like shifted my whole trajectory, which created my my business today. I mean, it really set me on a different path and opened my heart up to intimacy, to real deep connection in relationship, not only romantic relationship, but my coworkers, the people I attract in my business, my family, my community, and really my vision for the world at large. Going back to time. Yeah. I think timing. Do you have a question? No, I think I, I, that's very true. Where we are in life and what, how we're seeing the world and how we show up, maybe we're not ready for whatever the tool or the modality that could help us. So then it won't be useful at that time. You know, again, back to, for me, it was yoga. Maybe I wasn't Mm -hmm. ready. I, you know, I laugh. I tell this story about how I used to drive an hour to get to a hot yoga studio so that it, because it burned the most calories and I'd bring my phone in from work underneath me. And I, I guess I just wasn't ready to take it all in. And that for that time, that's what it served me as just a workout. But once I went back to that same studio after my stage four diagnosis and I just let go, I'm like, all right, I'm just going to, you know, connect with the instructor, see what I can get out of it. I had a very different experience. And the truth is, is the first experience wasn't a bad experience. It's, it was good for me at that time, but Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and maybe that's that's a, a little bit of me encouraging people, like just because you tried something a few years ago and you're like, ah, I don't like acupuncture or hey, I don't, you know, I don't know if I'm going to go to one of these, you know, transformational groups. It's not for me. I, I just f- really encourage people to be open if you're feeling a little stuck in life right now or if you're questioning your happiness, your purpose or your relationships, trying something new can only help. And I would would love, yeah, for you to give some advice to the listeners while on that theme. Yeah, yeah. So it's, uh, okay, so uh, we as women give and give. It's who we're kind of programmed to be just in our DNA and uh, it is, well, first of all, we're built to receive literally our bodies are built to receive. And when we give and give and don't allow receiving, we are not in flow. We are not in the cycle, the actual natural cycle of life. And one of, and just notice, you know, just notice where you shut down receiving in your life, whether that's somebody opening a door for you or paying for your coffee in line or giving you money or taking, you know, just taking care of you in one way, shape or form. How good does it feel when you give somebody, when you support somebody, when you open the door for somebody uh, and how often we shut down the receiving of that. Mm -hmm. And I reel it back to self-care. 
which is well, the foundation of Spark, Get Your Spark Back, which is our program, S is self-care, P, prosperity, R, relationships, C, community and contribution. But self-care, I talk about giving from the overflow. So if your cup is empty or half full, you are not giving from the overflow. And if your cup is empty, there is nothing to give. And how often we give and give and give, there is no award to be the martyr. Mm-hmm. And and it's that, that same, um, put your oxygen mask on first before you help others, because if you are dead on the floor, you cannot help others. It is, and that is, I know it's such a, a kind of a, a neural pathway, like a, just a, a groove that so many of us have I'm just giving until it hurts but again I'm going to say that there is no award at the pearly gate for being the martyr they're not handing out special awards for for depriving yourself of a bath of a walk around the block of taking five minutes of closing your bedroom door and laying on the bed and turning on YouTube for a five-minute meditation or a 10-minute guided experience. They're free. They're on YouTube. And moms, businesswomen, if you don't do this, you're going to deplete yourself so much that then there's nothing to give. And I think that's so important. Even five minutes, but you have to carve it out for yourself. And I would also say, try and make it something consistent. Five minutes once a month, you know, maybe to help a a little bit, but imagine if you could give yourself five minutes a day and how that might actually be able to shift your mood or like shift your energy in another direction. And so Amen. And I'll tell you one of the best things that you can do. And in my goddess tribe, a lot of the women are in like partnerships. Like I connected them. And the first thing they do when they get out of bed is dance to one song, one three minute song that we have tons of playlists, pick your favorite song, whatever just makes you like smile, makes you want to dance, whether it's one of your 80s, like, you know, dances that you just love, or um, just one song can shift your absolute vibration. It changes your mood state. And you know what's interesting about that is everything flows with ease and flow when I am in uh, in that mood, when I'm in that state. Well, and I, I mean, I, I haven't done that. I'm tr- sitting here thinking, okay, oh my goodness, what would my husband think again I guess I shouldn't care what he would think uh but what would our life look like if I got up and danced uh you know for some people maybe they maybe dancing isn't for them maybe it's getting up and doing a few you know jumps and then hopping on you an could exercise. jump but what if you did get up and dance maybe your husband would get up and join you <laughs> and maybe that would create sexy polarity <laughs> And it uh, vibrates out in many different ways. Uh, well, you know, it's funny, circling back to the very <laughs> beginning of this conversation before 
we even pressed record when when I was like, okay, we're gonna go in three, two, jump up and down a little bit. I do, you know, I do. Uh, I had a reel on Instagram on Pretty Wellness less uh, earlier where I did like jump, jump, jump. You know that House of Pain song uh, mm-hmm, because mm-hmm. I love to jump rope. I love to, you know, it, it does. There's something about jumping. Sometimes I'll do like some cheering jumps just like for fun because I'm, you know, I'm not old, but I'm old, and well, my body creaks. The jump, actually, it um, releases toxins in your body, well, just jumping up and down. Yeah, that's true. Like the trampoline, that's why they, that's really been a good exercise modality for a while is because the, the lymph fluid actually moves around more when you jump. So you are on to something. So talk to us you now. You are on to something. <laughs> you started that. Oh, yeah. But I you- also... All right. All right. Maybe together the flow of the conversation <laughs> together. Um, talk to us. What makes what, what makes you happy right now? What are you working on or what is your vision right now that's bringing you joy? Uh, my vision is peace on earth in our lifetime. I believe it begins with the divine feminine in all of us. And so what I am well, I don't want to say feverishly working on, but I am driven and passionate about uh, giving women these tools, this relief and freedom to live joy, their authentic life. And the more divine feminine who are in alignment with their truth, their authenticity, their joy, what really lights you up, you know, what lights you up, what, what has you be on fire and really reclaiming your gifts, your talents, the, the unique gifts that are yours, um, that ripples out into the world. And that, that's a different world. And I, and I believe like we're in this shift of, into the divine feminine, like less competition, moving more into communities, communing together, supporting each other, not trying to like climb over each other or compete. You know, like there's a, a real shift happening and it's a, it's a learning, you know, I was, I was hanging out with the boys club you know, traveling around the world, trying to drink them under the table uh, and, and clawing my way, you know, into the C-suite, which I did. And I found myself being kind of like a dude. And that isn't my natural state. And, and that also isn't where we're moving into. We're moving into supporting each other, communities, coming together, putting our arms around each other and having all boats rise. There's enough for everybody. We live in an abundant universe. Everybody gets to succeed and win and share their gifts and their talents and be taken care of. And I will say that just because you and I went different directions than our initial career, for those people that are listening, you may be right where you're supposed to be, especially like if you're happy. And I think, again, this is on my value. I guess that's, that's my value system. I value happiness. I value, obviously, I've got to take care of my health. And so some of the, some of the decisions I make come from that, which is interesting because I think you and I were talking about when it comes to your programs, when it comes to um, what you profess to the world, it, it, you start with having people think about what they value. Uh, how 
ever, I think sometimes I will tell you, I remember sitting at lunch with a exec at the company I worked with and she asked me what was most important to me at that time. And I said, well, of course, my family, my health, my job. And then I went to talk for 20 minutes about what was going on with work. I didn't even talk about my family. I didn't, you know, talk about my health. And, and she like gave me some tough love and she's like, you tell me these are your values, but what you're focusing on right now doesn't speak to that. And that was Mm -hmm. eye opening for me. And that was when I started to really take time, which I never did before. I had a a two hour commute and I'd get on the phone and I'd talk to friends and I I love doing that. And to this day, you know, I, I clearly love talking. Um, So I wouldn't change some of that, but I also just never gave myself time and space to be quiet. I filled it with activity because I, like you, is like a doer and I was always accomplishing things. But I found that when I gave myself some space, I started to ask myself questions I didn't know the answers for, but it gave me some time to figure it out. And like, and that's how, how I think we all, if we're living the way we want to live truly and can answer those questions, and that's good, then maybe where you're at is great. But if you aren't questioning or, or are curious, I, I think so much of what you're talking about, trying new things, giving yourself that space could be really helpful. And that can be a beautiful thing. Yeah. And so in Goddess Tribe, we have, we use the moon cycles, the new moon and the full moon to stop. We do an hour and a half to two hour ceremony. And, and that's the thing missing in culture right now is rituals and um, the women coming together in this ceremony to pause, to stop. And we ask these questions. You know, so it, whether it's, you know, in Goddess Tribe or any other kind of community that you may have around you or that you're attracted to or that you're trying out, to be supported, have a container where, um, and accountability, meaning like we don't always choose to do it on our own, right? We don't always carve out that five minutes or this time, but when, when I have a place to go, like a moon ceremony, like a weekly tribe call where I, I, I committed, I chose into this and other people are there with me. They're kind of counting on me, makes it consistent, but it also gives me this space to listen to what's truly going on inside myself to reflect on these questions and see what bubbles up, see what my truth is, see what's in alignment, see where my values lie. And am I walking the talk or am I talking and not in alignment, which was, you know, it's a real aha moment. I am a choice point. So grateful that you were here sharing all this information as well as your story, because I think, you know, if nothing else, depending where any listeners coming from, hopefully they'll consider just taking some time for themselves to just make sure that they're where they were, where they want to be at this point in life right now. I think that that, 
you know, that leads to happiness, that leads to purpose, that leads to uh, whatever that might be, whatever your purpose is, is different than mine. And so on the note of gratitude, as the listeners know, uh, and for those of you who are new to me, I will share with you every episode here on Happiness Through Hardship, the podcast, we end playing what I call the grateful game. Now, the grateful game started a few years ago when my son and I started our own gratitude practice. He was nine. And being that he was nine, he's very competitive. And so we spoke about what we were grateful for and why. And whoever had the most, like the largest list would win. You know, it's kind of funny (laughs) that we're being competitive, but it got my kid to start thinking about things around him and not necessarily like the house and and our health, which we are. And clearly I am grateful for that. Um, It wasn't the big things, it's the little things. And what we've seen transpire over the last few years is now, because this is our ritual that we do on most nights, we go throughout the day and we look for things that make us smile, that make us happy. And that can be really healing, especially when you're going through such a hard time to be able to just find something little. And so I'm asking Amber J, if you would play with me. I would love to play with I you. I figured you would. All right, so I'm going to kick it off. We're going to do 30 <laughs> seconds. It's super short. So um, in addition to, I'm so grateful that our friend Laura, that we met um, through totally different circles, um, but connected us here on this platform. I am grateful that you're here today. I am grateful for uh, my little puppy, um, Lucky Sullivan, because before I had a dog, Yes, I would go out on power walks myself for exercise or to be like connected with nature, but he makes me slow it down because he has to sniff everything. And so I'm really grateful for those walks that we have, even though um, they're very slow sometimes. Uh, It's helped me look at things a little bit differently and meet a ton of people in the neighborhood that are dog people that I never knew before. And let's see, I will end it with, I am grateful for, I've said this before, but I'm looking at it right now, my daily kombucha. I really love kombucha. I don't drink soda anymore. I love bubbles and I love healthy probiotics. And so uh, GT's kombucha is my brand of choice and Trilogy is my flavor, my favorite flavor. So I'm going to toss it to you. What are you grateful for today and why? Oh my gosh, I love that you love bubbles. And <laughs> I know the, the people at GTs, and I'm a big fan also. That made me giggle. Um, Yay. I am grateful. Yeah, I'm grateful for our friend Laura Saltman. Uh, she is an intuitive and such a powerhouse, and a woman who, who was in the media and chose her uh, new wealth and uh, wellness path. and we hosted a daily kickstart on Clubhouse. I'm just grateful for her partnership and that she led me to you. I'm grateful that I live, I manifested this beautiful goddess temple on the beach here in Venice. I have so much juicy light that comes into my home and I have a beautiful rooftop and I look out at the beach. I wake up to the beach. I sleep the waves at night Uh and like you so sitting here I'm in my goddess office right now and between my legs sitting on the floor is my pooch uh leo leo j tolstoy lawson oh he is a pug and he is he is just my heart i adopted him a little over two years ago 
and like you, you know, he makes sure I get out of the house whether I like it or not right. at right. 6 a.m. every morning. And like four times a day, he lets me know it's time to go outside. And and he, he too smells everything. Everything. He is the patrolman of the block. <laughs> and it's so, it's beautiful community. I have an amazing, like such a, I mean, I live in such a dog area. And so we know everyone and and I live in a community. I really like that I know my neighbors and that we look out yeah, for each too. other. It, it's a beautiful thing. Yeah. And you would think, you know, LA or uh, I don't know, you know, everybody out themselves, but it's not that at all. We really, I've attracted a community here and in my building and, um, I feel really grateful that I'm held, that people are looking out for me and, um, you know, I'm not alone in this world. Well, we've got my back. That's, that's beautiful. And I, as you're saying this and I'm picturing everything you're talking about where you live, I'm on the exact opposite coast and I'm looking at the <laughs> Long Island Sound, almost the Atlantic, like Atlantic Ocean, right? It's, it's wild to be so closely connected, but yet to be physically so far away. So Thank you for playing with me. Thank you for joining us here today. And thank you to all the listeners for, um, you know, being here to share in this inspiration and to hopefully um, you took a moment, whether it's for yourself now or later, or that you'll continue to tap into whatever that is that makes you smile. Because listen, I wish I could say that everybody's life is going to be easy. And I think we all know that that's not the case. But if you're able to find something that makes you smile, something that you're grateful for, or to take a tool away that can help you during those hard times, hopefully you'll be able to find a little bit of joy in whatever journey that you have in life. So thanks again, everyone, for being here today. I will have all the information on connecting with Amber J in the show notes. So have a great day, everyone, and bye for now. Thank you so much for joining us today. I want to leave you with a quick thought, but first a request. Please take a minute to rate, review, and subscribe. You leaving a review helps us with our podcast ranking. The higher we are ranked, the more people can discover our show. And tell your friends about us. If you love us, they might as well. Now, as Amber J and I spoke about on this episode, sometimes it's about being open and considering new paths, new experiences, or even new friends to help improve our lives. I'd love to hear something that you're considering doing, whether it's new or it's something that you've just always wanted to try. So please reach out and connect with us. You can follow and connect with me on Pretty Wellness on Instagram or any of our other social media for that matter. I love continuing these conversations and hearing from all the listeners. Thanks again for joining us today. I am sending you lots of happiness and great health. Bye for now.